You're listening to Good Lad Unscripted with your host. <laughs> Welcome back. I'm Terry Goodlad. It's been a long, long time, but uh, here's my excuse. So, uh, we used to do our podcast from home, uh, and since Anne and I became foster parents, it became increasingly difficult. And as the kids got, as Jesse got older, he wanted to sit on daddy's lap and like that. And then we got two little girls, and it was virtually impossible to do anything. So put it on the back burner. We just moved into a new location. We've got an actual studio here. So my very first guest in our new studio for the podcast, as we kick it off once again, is NSL CEO Jen Thompson. NSL stands for Inspire Sports League. Is that correct? Yes. And Jen, you are the first female CEO. Let me get this right. First female CEO of a physique contest federation or organization. Is that correct? Yes. Absolutely. In the world? Mm-hmm. In the world. You got to be proud of that. I am very much. It's such an honor. Now, the CEO, I, I mean, you, you and your husband, Lee, started this thing, so you're also a co-founder, right? Mm-hmm. You've been doing a lot of this day-to-day stuff all along, so this is not a huge jump for you. The difference then is what? That you're making all the big decisions, right? Yes. Right. Yeah, so now I get to make all of the decisions, and, you know, it's actually pretty awesome. See, Anna and I, when we got married, it was the other way. Like, uh, we, you know, I let her know that I'm the man of the house. I make all the big decisions and she can make all the small decisions. Mm-hmm. We've been married now. I, I think we've been together, I don't know, eight, 10 years, something like that. And we, not once have we had a big decision. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> That was pretty good, Terry. Yeah, that's, a good, that's me. That's me telling jokes, and I nobody wants to hear that again. Uh, and on that note, this show is brought to you by BlessedBodyWear.com. BlessedBodyWear.com is owned by my wife Anna Tigre. Anna designs the clothes. Uh, we just opened up a production facility in Las Vegas. It's made in America, uh, right here in Las Vegas. Uh, she makes the patterns. Uh, we, we cut it here, we sew it here, uh, we silk screen it here and, and I'm in the back taking photographs to put them on the catalog and, and like that. And that's how we do. And we sell exclusively online, blessedbodywear.com. Uh, and it's the, Anna is the creator of the, uh, of the original squat pant and now the Vixen waistband squat pant. And you saw the new design that she just came up with. Terry, I want to squeal right now because they're so awesome. I can't wait to get those tights on my body. I know. We've got a a production run going right now. Some new colors we're going to launch actually uh, today. We're launching today. Uh, The colors are hot too, Terry. Oh my gosh. I just shot them before you got here and and the model was like blown away. She couldn't wait to take hers home. But uh, um, our model is always the first one to see them. I just realized that today. She's always the first person besides Anna and I and and the workers here to see them, uh, you know, so she's always thrilled to be the first, but, uh, yeah, again, that's blessedbodywear.com. Uh, the squat pants are amazing. Go there, check it out today. You're going to see the new colors we're just launching today. Uh, and there'll be more, uh, now that we're doing our own production gen, we can do, uh, Anna's going to be designing something new, a fresh design, her design every two weeks. Wow, that's so awesome. Right. And starting next week, we'll start New Top Tuesday as of next week. So every Tuesday, there'll be a new top. It's going to be fun. That's going to be so yeah, fun. It's so My closet's going to get so full. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lee's going to be so mad. Yeah. He's going to wish. Well, we got to make some guy stuff, I think. I, t- I was talking to Anna about it, and she says, Yeah, I mean, now that we've got our own place, I can make one of something for you. You right. know, it's still going to be cheaper than buying it, right? So True. hopefully. Represent. And if not, I don't really care. I just want something nobody else has got, right? <laughs> True. <laughs> 
I want to talk about the NSL, the Inspire Sports League. It's two years old. Uh, you just took over as CEO. That is uh, a massive responsibility, but you've done so in a remarkable way. Uh, when you announced it at the Lake Tahoe show, the NSL Lake Tahoe show, um, you came out and, with, and you had a list of three things. Uh, rarely does a CEO, you know, they make some pretty lofty promises. You made very three very kind of, I don't know if they're odd, but it's just like, a, okay, clearly she has a vision. She has a direction she wants to go, but three simple promises and you delivered on those all three within a week or two. How long did it take you? Yeah, two weeks are the longest. Okay. What was the rationale behind three, three, three new things? Well, basically, you know, coming in as a new CEO, I wanted, you know, people to understand that I do take this very seriously. That is very important to me. And I want to show them that I can, you know, instigate change and I can instigate things to, you know, make things happen in the NSL. And I think, you know, just, you know, we can talk about weightlifting, you know, that's, that's what we do. We, we all know that, right? It's like you, um, it's important to set small goals along the way. You have your end goal, like your end major goal. But if you just have that goal, you'll lose track, you'll lose track because it's like, oh, gosh, I'm never going to get there like 50 pounds. Wow, that's impossible. But, you know, just take it day by day, take it step by step, have those small attainable goals, check those off. And then before you know it, you're going to be crushing that goal at the end. Well, so that was, you know, kind of where I came ever from. since you knocked out those three goals. And I mean, you haven't announced anymore, but you keep setting more goals and, and slaying those ones as well, right? Uh, I want to go back you. I mean, you mentioned being an athlete. And I think what some people don't know, some people that are in the bodybuilding world or in the fitness world, the competitive fitness world, uh, you were an athlete, uh, you were a professional athlete in another organization. But prior to that, you were an athlete, you've been an athlete your whole life, haven't you? Yes, I started at, you know, comp- well, not really competitions, I started athletics, I guess, when I was about five years old. So literally, I was out there playing softball, um, you know, and I was a part of every single sport that I could get my hands on. These Um, weren't illegal cage fights or anything like that? The (laughs) toddler division? (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, you're from Texas, right? (laughs) Right? Diaper, dodgeball, I don't know. You can come up with something. Full contact dodgeball? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but, um, you know, sports has always been something that has been a part of my life. And I feel like that it really prepared me for this job. It prepared me for this time in my life. And it taught me so much about, you know, how to deal with people, how to talk to people, how to set goals and how to reach them. Um, you know, how to not give up on something because a lot of people will start something and just get so frustrated that it doesn't happen overnight, you know? And so the thing that I learned through, you know, my athletic career is just that it takes constant work. Like nothing happens overnight and you just can't give up. That's the only thing. You just have to keep going and you can't, you just can't give up. Now, being a journalist in the fitness industry for many of the world's top magazines and one of the top fitness magazine or fitness websites in the world uh, that I owned, uh, you know, I remember when the shift became, when it used to be bodybuilding was the big thing. And then, and then everybody, all the journalists, all, all the people who work for the magazines, ah, women will never carry a show. You know, it's got to be guys there. You know, so all people really want to see is bodybuilders. You know, they don't care about these broads. You know, and that was the attitude, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, and I argued that with them, and they thought I was nuts. And and now today, it's uh, it's really you don't need bodybuilding to carry a show because it's predominantly women, isn't it? Right. Uh, all people really care about is the bikini part of the show. You know, right. they just wait until the bikini contest. I mean, yes, you have your 
you know, bodybuilding fans, but for the most part, the the bikini girls bring all the all the fans, all the, the family girls, members. But, but the I, I'm going to put this to you. I mean, the transformations. I mean, I, I've I've been going to NSL shows since the end of last year, so I've seen maybe three or four, maybe five. I don't know what it is now, but. Uh, the thing that always catches my eye, the bikini girls obviously are beautiful and they have great bodies and stuff like that. That you know, expect to see that when you go to a show like this. What you don't expect or what I didn't expect is the enthusiasm for transformations. Yes, Terry. People it's that have so lost awesome. a lot of weight. Mm-hmm. And the thing of it is, is I always, I always thought that you know that they would be too shy to get on stage, but it's not that way, is it? No, I mean, they come out with full confidence and they have some cute outfits too. Like every show just keeps getting better and better. We had, you know, at this last show, we had um, an athlete who had lost 78 pounds. One had lost 85. Another one uh, lost 25 pounds. And, and although even 25 pounds, it's like after you hear 85 or 78, 25 is like, whoa, that's it. But, you know, you get to see the before and after of it's this all, athlete on stage. Like, it's all relative. It's all relative. It, it absolutely is. And, you know, just think if you're trying, if you're one of those people who want to have that body transformation, you've been trying to lose weight and you work out, you get on your plan and you lose 25 pounds in eight weeks getting ready for a show. Oh my gosh, that's going to change your life. That's going to change how you look completely. That's probably at least, what, three dress sizes now you were a pro bikini athlete yes in 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 another organization mm-hmm. which was you know the, the biggest in the world right, right. the ifpb uh now you and i both understand because we've been close to the sport for a lot of years you've been an athlete i've trained many athletes you know we understand the work that goes into it we understand the sacrifice we understand all of that i want to ask you this question though being an athlete and knowing so many transformation athletes, don't you think that the changes, the challenge is, is it greater for a transformation athlete or is it less so? And the reason why I bring that up is that I haven't talked to a transformation athlete yet that hasn't had pushback from boyfriends, husbands, girlfriends, moms, dads, friends, you know, everybody, you know, wants you to stay that. <laughs> I mean, that's really the conundrum, you know, if I want to throw a big word in there. Um, that really is I'm what... I'm going to look that up while you talk. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy, though, because, you know, what it what it does to people is that it makes... When you start to better yourself, it makes everyone around you feel smaller. It makes them feel less than. It makes them realize that they're not moving forward anymore. When you start to move forward, they start to move backward. And so that is really it makes why. Makes them uncomfortable. Yes, that's why it makes them uncomfortable. So then they're going to lash out at you. They're going to belittle you and be like, oh, yeah, well, come on, just come eat some cake with us, do whatever, you know, they're going to try and get you to go out and party rather than go do your workout and go spend some time in the gym. Actually, I guess, uh, you know, and I guess what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to see, I'm trying to emphasize, I guess, that transformation is, is no small feat. No, no matter where you're at, it's a journey and it is a huge accomplishment, no matter if it's a life change, not just a body change. It's a life change. Yes, because it takes discipline and it takes sacrifice and it takes endurance. It takes everything. So I might be insulting people trying to compare the two, 
But because it, as an athlete, I mean, all the things you described, didn't you go through those things yes. when you start, first started competing in physique sports? Absolutely. And that's And you why didn't do transformation. You were a bikini. I mean, you're, you're gorgeous. you got a beautiful mm-hmm. face, gorgeous body. You're always fit. And of course, when you competed, you know, you, you had that competitor body. Uh, but I mean, I, and I understand what goes into that as well. So, so the work, I guess, is probably fairly similar. And of course, right. there's people on the periphery of your life and some people very steeped in your life that aren't going to manage that well. Yes, exactly. So it's not just... It's not just the transformation people that have that transformation because it's about the journey. And and that's the thing that I love about this sport and that's why I'm so passionate about it and that's why... I'm going to work till the day I die for the NSL to make, you know, to make this dream a reality and to make it grow and, and for it to see what it's, what it's capable of. Because, you know, at, when you just see the, the bikini competitors or everyone that looks super fit, you know, they've already, they've been through their journey, but it doesn't get talked about. All you, all that you see is these beautiful physiques walking across the stage and they all have, you know, practice their posing so they and, all look like they have this major confidence. Everybody's got a story. Everybody has a story. And that's what's different because now the transformation, what we do is we actually tell their story. And so for me, I feel like that's Now, when that's you say that, difference. you mean you tell the story on stage? Yes. Now, there's time for that? There is. At the NSL shows, this is one thing that our athletes love is we give them time on stage. We give them... 30 seconds to however long they want, really, um, you know, to come out there and present. Now, and 30 seconds down doesn't sound like a lot, but I've been at other shows where you get in like different organizations, not just one, but many different organizations. And you could probably count to five. Right. It's like a quick hip shake and, and then get off, off the stage. And yeah. literally, that's the attitude is get off the stage. Right. Your time is up. <laughs> yeah. And this is something you do different. Yeah. This is something that we now, do. No, you and Lee have always done that different. Let's talk mm-hmm. about for a minute. Let's talk about the differences between uh, some of the initiatives you've got. Now, I know you've got some changes. I know you've got a whole lot more you want to make. Where is that coming from? Is it because you're a woman and you're more sensitive to the needs? Is it because you're an athlete, you're more sensitive to the needs? Uh, what is it? Where, where, where's the difference? Why all of a sudden all the all these changes? Well, I mean, they're positive changes. Where are they coming from, Jen? I think that's part of it. I mean, I, I, I am a woman, and so I have different feelings than a man does. I have different emotions. I see things differently, and I've had different perspectives. I have had, you know, a different upbringing. I have had different life experiences. And so I think it's kind of a culmination of all of that. And, you know, um, because I did just get off the stage a few years ago competing, you know, I do feel like I have, um, you know, knowledge of what, what the competitor wants and what what the athlete wants and the kind of experience that they want to have. Okay. Now, uh, some of the initiatives that you started, we'll just talk about. Uh, the NSL is a new organization. It usually takes about five years before these things catch on. We've seen a few of them come up. Some, some of them go away. Some of them stick around, don't become much. And some have taken off and done well. Uh, the rule of thumb seems to be around five years is the, is the turning point. Now, is that a turning point in profitability or is it turning point in gaining that momentum and getting people interested in what you're doing? What's the biggest challenge? Well, I mean, honestly, it's both. But I think the most important thing is that culture, getting the culture to where it is in and through your organization and it's in and through the people who are running the organization and the people who are involved in it. Um, you know, 
McDonald's is McDonald's because of their branding, because of the food that they have, because of the experience that you have when you go there. You know, they have everything down to a science. Um, Chick-fil-A, the same, the same way, you know. It's Chick-fil-A because they are closed on Sundays, and everyone is like, ah, even I drove by Chick-fil-A today. I was like, it's closed. <laughs> but, you know, I know that they're doing that because they are a faith-based organization, and they care about that, and so it's important to them, and so that's a part of their standard, and they don't waver from that. And so really for us in the NSL, and that's what we're doing right now is we are in the trenches, you know, telling people who we are, showing them what we're about and really, you know, digging our culture deep. Now, you, the key word there, faith-based organization. The NSL is a faith-based organization. Lee is a chaplain. Uh, he stepped down from his position, his position uh, and you stepped in uh, to your position so that he could focus more on his ministry that he's building and, and all of that. Uh, and he's at every show. He's praying with people very openly. If you've never been to an NSL show, they have mm-hmm. the athlete meeting prior to the show. And then everybody has the option. Nobody is obligated, but mm-hmm. everybody has the option to get up and we pray together and perform this Massive giant circle. circle. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, Lee leads everybody in prayer. And it's just a really, really wonderful thing. I mean, it's just so different from other shows I've been to where... Check-ins are Friday night and everybody's into this room and it's never cooled off enough. It's way too hot and everybody's sweaty and they're worried about their tans and they're dieting and they're stressed out. And it's this really adversarial environment. Uh, And then you show up on Saturday and it's rush, rush, hurry up, rush, rush, hurry up and get off the stage. And, and, you know, hopefully you'll get noticed. Right. And then if you do, you might make it to the top five in the night and, and hopefully win your class or get to the next level. That's the goal, right? The NSL experience for me was completely different. I mean, I covered those shows for well over a decade. Right. Okay, 15 You've seen years. seen your fair amount of... I've seen so many shows you couldn't pay You're me like, to oh, go great, see. No, another it's, one. It's not that I don't enjoy them. It's just, you know, it's just, the, it's just so much one, of the same. Yeah, you've seen one, you've seen them all, you know. And, uh, um, you know, what I've always enjoyed is the athletes and their stories. And that's what I always focused on because just everything is just the same. Come to the NSL and it's completely different. Now by completely different, what I mean is uh, you guys do have a whole different check-in policy on, you do it on Friday night, but everybody just texts in. There's Mm -hmm. no meeting. Right. There's no meeting. We do that on Saturday. And that's your automated system that you use. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that's how we make sure everyone's there. And then, um, so that, and the thing with that is that, you know, this computer system, it makes everything so easy. It's so easy and there's no stress and it doesn't stress out the athletes. No, I'm not staying up until two, three, four in the morning doing spreadsheets and all this kind of stuff. No, it's, it's all done. It's easy on the athletes because then they can they, so they literally just text you and say, they, they hey, literally I'm, just text me. I'm Bob Jones, I got big biceps and I'm here. Yep. Is that how it works? I'm here. Exactly. That's it. Wow. I, you know, check them in and then they get to focus on their tan, get their meals in, get their feet up and rest. And then on Saturday morning, that's when we start the check-in. So the in-person check-in late registration yep. is from 10 to 12. And then we have the athlete meeting at 12. And the athlete meeting is just basically what the show is about. And it's right. very, very relaxed and friendly. Yes. Friendly. You guys are nice to people. Why do you do that? What's wrong with you? You'll never be a success if you're nice to people. So weird. Oh my gosh. Uh, But that's the thing I noticed. You know, I was waiting for somebody to get up there with, you know, a stern face and start, you know, you know, pushing their weight around and it just doesn't happen. Right. Well, hey, maybe that's a little bit about women in leadership too. I don't know. (laughs) No, but you know, that's, again, that's where the faith-based part of it comes in, you know, because 
Um, God is our rock. He's our number one. And so everything that we do is, you know, to try and um, show who we are and to try to show who he is. And, you know, God is not... You do through your example. Yes, we do it through our example. And so, you know... You certainly do that. And one of the things I know is, uh, you know, going backstage and everybody's so relaxed. You know, there's not that adversarial... Even at the pro shows. I mean, at novice shows, usually they're just fun and everybody's happy to be there, right? But it's like that at the, at the, you know, everybody trying to get a pro card and at the pro shows, everybody's just happy well, and easy it's, going. It's that environment. It's that culture that you set. And with our judging system, the way that we have it set up is that, you know, it politics don't come into play. Um, all of those little things that some athletes and coaches, you know, do in other organizations to get their athletes a win or this and that, we don't do that in our, in our organization. It's just not a part of who we are. And so what that does is that sets the foundation to where the athletes aren't already pitted against each other. They can be nice to each other. They can be open. And you don't have to train with a certain person or go do a photo shoot with a certain guy in order to get, Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. That's pretty cool. You don't have to know the the judges. I I think it's really, really cool. Is it, uh, I I noticed there's three judges Mm -hmm. and they're sitting, (laughs) one's in the center of the venue and the other two are out on either side. They can't talk to each other because they can't hear each other and everything's done on an iPad. And once you punch in your score you can't change it can you exactly yes it's a lock system and you know the judges what happens is that if judges are sitting close together and they're talking then what they're doing they're influencing each other's opinions and decisions and not only that the time that they're they should be looking at the athletes and evaluating each other all of them not just the top ones but all of them you know because that's the other thing they do uh you guys do at the nsl is that the judges have the time and they're able to actually put in comments about each athlete so the athletes can then go on online on that app and they can look and they can see what the judges said about them. You don't have to try to track down judges. Right. right. I mean, I remember, you know, doing a show back in another organization and it was after a national, you know, national show. And it took two months to get a return email. Well, you, that's two months of lost training time. Two months of lost training time. And just two if months If somebody of, was even looking at you. <laughs> right. You know, and that's the thing. It's like with what we do, we're able to give that right. instant feedback. So that way the athletes can really start, you know. I mean, honestly, I got um, text and Instagram messages and things from athletes like sending me pictures of, look, I'm already in the gym and working, you know, on the feedback that you sent me for the next show. And so like that for me is just everything. Like that makes me get chills right now mm-hmm. because it's like I know that – what we did worked. And it's making a difference in somebody's life. It's making life. a That's huge a difference. Thing. I want to talk about the CEO position, Jen. You've had to make some tough decisions. Uh, you just announced a tough decision this week uh, about canceling some shows. Yes. Uh, now, at the beginning of the show, just to preface this, uh, you guys had uh, a massive jump in the number of shows you offered. We had a lot of shows in the schedule for 2018. A couple got canceled along the way. Uh, you stepped in, you've evaluated everything. Now, this is, again, I want to just preface this by saying that you have got a business degree, don't you? Yes. Okay. And you've got business experience. I do. And so you looked at this and you said, okay, it's time to cut shows. What happened? What went into that decision, Jen? Why did you do it? And what what what's happening next? Well, you know, one of the main things is that, you know, we had a show, um, it was an Oklahoma show of a couple of months ago and it was a great show but it was small and it was a new show it was our first show in Oklahoma and you know what I've been seeing over you know this past year is that with these new shows that we've added um, 
we don't really have, <clears throat> excuse me, we don't really have the team on the ground there in each of those locations to really press into those events, to really promote it like they should be promoted because Now, when you say done, team on the ground, I mean, you guys promote most of your own shows. What do you mean by team on the ground? We do. But um, one of the initiatives that I did and, you know, announced whenever I came on as CEO a couple of months ago was, um, you know, adding directors in regional directors. Yes, adding right. regional directors in certain states and locations. So that way, you know, we have a familiar face on the ground and we have somebody there who, you know, is reaching out to local trainers, local vendors, um, helping to, you know, build the community in those areas. So Representing that way, the brand in the area, yeah. yes, because otherwise we're just a circus that pops in and out of town and then we're totally disconnected. And I want the NSL to be connected throughout that community all throughout the year. Great. Okay. Yes. Now, how many how many uh, regional directors have you have you signed, and how many are you negotiating with now? So right now we have one signed, and then I have um, two other ones that I've already had conversations with, and we're just um, you know finalizing the paperwork. Why so few? Well, <laughs> um, I want to make sure that they're the right person for the job, you know, because that is a position that. Just not anyone can get, right. you know, just because... Not everybody can do. It's a, no. it's a lot of responsibility, it's isn't it? It's so much responsibility. And, you know, yes, it is an honor to be asked, you know, to even be in that position. But more than that, it is about who you are as a person and the type of... Um, the type of decisions that you make, the type of person that you are. Um, because yes, it, it does take a lot of responsibility and you just, you know, it takes a certain type of person to be able to be a community connector, to be a people person and, and do and, it in a way I would assume to, to, uh, represent, you're representing the NSL brand. You can't, yes. you can't do things that are contrary to what you believe and what you stand for. Absolutely. And, and you know, it's also about, not letting it go to your head. And I think that's one of the things that, you know, one of the reasons why I've been trying to make some decisions um, about who is in leadership roles in this organization, because in past organizations that I've been a part of, that's been one of the detrimental aspects is the leadership. And, you know, in anything, leadership is everything. And what happens at the top trickles down. And so if I hold people to a higher standard, then the whole entire organization as a whole will be at a higher standard. In turn, you have to hold yourself to a higher standard. Yes. How do you keep yourself in check? Oh, gosh. <laughs> well, I've got people like you to help keep me in check. Um, you I know, mean, the athletes must be... The athletes, are, are, yes. How often do you deal with athletes on a one-to-one? Phone calls, texts? How Every often? single day, really? multiple times a day. I am constantly dealing with athletes and fans. You don't have someone that does that for you? No, I am the one who is on Instagram sending messages. I'm the one on Facebook. I'm the one um, at the check-in counter, you know, checking in the athletes. You name it. I have my hands in every single aspect of this organization. Okay. Now, why do you make the choice? Why do you make the choice to do that rather than, I mean, a CEO, you've got so many things. You're managing finances. You're managing you know, uh, Tat, Thomas uh, Rivera, that looks after all of the NSL's events, and he does such a good job at that. He's he's just so polished. And, and every NSL show is, you know, it's never in a high school somewhere, or some rattle trap place with bad lighting. <laughs> it's always in some nice venue with nice sound, like everything's nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tat takes care of all of that part, right? The venue part. So you're dealing with that new venues, booking stuff, in this case, canceling some shows. You're dealing with all the policy stuff, the financial stuff, the marketing stuff. You're dealing with all of it. 
where do you find time? I mean, I think most CEOs would look at you and go, gosh, Jen, you gotta, you gotta delegate that to somebody. Why are you doing that yourself? Because I need to, because I need to know everything that's going on in this organization. So that way, when the time is right, I will know the right person to put in that position. Um, and, and that's what a leader does. A leader knows how to um, see the big picture and to know how everything works. I might not be an actual accountant, but that is why I went to business school to learn general accounting and to know what to look for. So that way I could see a red flag and I can recognize it when it's there. Now, I guess that what that is, I mean, really the athletes are your customers and yes. so are the fans, right? Mm -hmm. So I guess as a growing business, you really need to be in touch with them. You Absolutely. need to hear it from the horse's mouth. Mm -hmm. Are any of those comments negative? There are some that are negative. You know, I've definitely had to deal with that, especially with, you know, having to cancel shows because that is a thing that, you know, I hate to do that. That's not something well, because that... you know you're an athlete. Yes. You know what that does <laughs> to your whole prep that. and your goals and you set a goal and all of a sudden the goal moves. <laughs> right. Yeah. And that's very tough. But at the same time, you know, I think it's important for athletes to, you know, to remember that this is a lifestyle and that the stage is going to be there. Um, there will be a show. It might not be at the exact time, but... That's, again, part of the process of being an athlete, of, you know, um, of just growing and maturing as a person. Something, sometimes things are going to change. Sometimes, right. you know, just in life, you're going to get a curveball thrown at you. But how do you handle it? You know, do you fly off the handle and lay down and cry and, you know, have a little fit? Or, you know, do you pull your pants up and, you many, know, keep how many, going? How many tantrums and fits have you had in the last two months, Jen? <laughs> It's the time to get real now. <laughs> right. No, I know you handle things extremely well. And, and the yeah. thing that I find is that, you know, for the most part, whether somebody agrees or they're disappointed or not, the decisions you have made thus far have been for the best interests of the athletes in the organization. Yes, and for absolutely. everybody involved, for the fans, for everybody. Yeah. And any potential sponsors and advertisers that are currently looking at the NSL as a venue, you know, you have to create something Right. Strong. Yes, you have to create something strong. And I feel like, you know, we've just been too spread out. And so if we can, you know, bring these shows together and make them big, make them an awesome, fun experience with tons of athletes, tons of vendors, tons of fans, then it's going to be a better overall experience. And what that does for everyone is it's just going to keep growing and it's just going to keep getting more excited. The more athletes that we have, the more people we have in the stands cheering for you, the more athletes and fans that we have, the more vendors that we have. So the more opportunities everybody has to have a profit, to have an opportunity to be sponsored, to be a representative of a company. I mean, it's just, that's how this whole thing kind of grows. And also your personal branding. Yes. If you're standing in front of a thousand fans, Absolutely. <laughs> there's more people to follow you on Instagram and, and then you become a value to a company personally as 100%. well. Right? So, so this is it. Okay. That makes sense. Now, uh, a couple things I want to touch on. Female CEO. All right. Get any kicks in the knees about being a female CEO? You're not you're not up to the job or anything like that. Any sexist, what you would call, or I would call sexist uh, remarks about your abilities to, to manage the NSL? Honestly, no. I haven't really had any of that, at least to my face. <laughs> you know, I don't know what people are actually saying out there. But, um, you know, people are always going to have their own opinions. And, you know, for me... My goal is no matter what people think, um, I'm kind of at that point in my life and with this whole, you know, with the NSL in general, we've gone through so much that I'm at this point where 
I don't really care what you think. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do what I feel like I need to do. And You're looking after your athletes and after yes, your Yes, absolutely. And I want this to be great. And I really do honestly care for them and I love them. And I, I want them to have an amazing experience, you know, because I have had a, a great time in the sport. I've had a, you know, an awesome time. And I just, I want to continue to give. I, I, I'm a giver and I want to give. I want them to have a great experience so that way, you know, everybody. Well, I've said has it before. Time. You've got all the uh, you got all the building blocks to be the the best CEO for for this organization. I think uh, uh, as a former athlete, former female competitive athlete in physique sports, you're an incredible model. We've last time you were here, we shot together. Oh, that was so fun, wasn't it? Though <laughs> oh, yes. I, I, I was so sick that day, Jen. I, I right after you left, I ended up in the hospital that night. <laughs> so, so, I can't had, even had, believe had to have that. surgery because of an infection. So. Gosh. Yeah, your yeah. shoulder. That's yes, right. Yeah. But uh, so that was a tough day in the Vegas heat rolling around. But I had an <laughs> awesome time. We got some great pictures. But uh, you played it off really well because I, I had no idea you were sick. Fake the, the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, um, you know, you, you've done all these different things. Athlete, competitive athlete, pro athlete, top pro athlete. Uh, you know, you've been to the Olympia, right? Yes. Uh, right. And so you're one of the top athletes in, in the sport. You know, uh, you've gone on then and, and, you know, did the modeling and stuff like that. You've represented brands before. I mean, you really ran the scope, the gamut, uh, what every athlete or most athletes dream about doing when they get into the sport. You've been there and you learn from that. Uh, and, and now you've, again, been a part of the NSL running it uh, with with Lee and as a co-founder for the last two years, now you're CEO and the decisions are very, very strong. I, I, and that, that's the thing. I would challenge anybody that had anything to say about your abilities. My gosh, that's <laughs> been proven a long, long time ago before you became uh, CEO. But certainly in the last two months since you stepped up, you've done so much. You've just been just moving uh, some of it behind the scenes, um, which we'll see the, the benefit of throughout the balance of 2018 and 2019. Uh, and some of it has been visible already. Let's talk about the shows that are left. Now, the shows that are left, Jen, how many are there? So the shows that are left, we have, let's see, let me pull up my handy dandy little schedule I, I, I here. surprised you on that one, didn't right? I? Right? For all of you listening, that's <laughs> nsl.events. That's not .com, nsl.events. <laughs> so for the ones that we still have coming up, we have... Inspire Life Dallas Open. Mm -hmm. Actually, that will now be a pro qualifier and pro show. Oh, let's talk about that. Yeah, yeah that's another decision that mm -hmm. you made. Uh, so before we jump in, I think it's something like eight, six shows or eight shows we have left. Yes. For the balance of 2018, is it eight shows? It's between six, six. and eight. Six, shows. six shows. So those six shows, will there be any more cancellations in 2018? And I've got to hold you to this. No. There the will shows, not be. there will not be any other cancellations. The shows that are on the schedule are strong. They are on 100%. And that's why we kept it this way. That's, that's why, why you're chopping them now yes. so that people don't have to worry for the rest of the year if the show is going to get pulled. Exactly. 100%. Okay. And anything that you put on the books in 2019? Will be 100% on. No speculatory shows. No. The venues will be booked. We have, you know, gone through, you, you know, we're still a growing company. and So, so we're not going to see 30 shows in 2019? No, we're not going to see 30 shows. We're not going to see 20 shows? No. It'll be less than 20 shows okay. because each show will be spectacular. Each show will be bigger and better than anything that the NSL has seen, you know, in the, the, the past two years. The NSL experience you yes. want your it's, fans, your athletes, your vendors to see. We are stepping our game up, Terry. Okay. I'm going to hold you to that, Jen. <laughs> 
Okay, so now you can get, uh, let's just real quick, it's uh, NSL events. No, NSL. Dot events. NSL dot events. Mm -hmm. And that is for the most current schedule. And so that is where we'll have, um, I'll actually be updating that tonight with the exact current schedule that will be um, here for the rest of the year. And also you can follow, uh, please do follow NS, pardon me, Inspire slnews.com nspirenews.com uh, that's where we do our daily news all of the announcement Jen, Jen has mm-hmm. uh, everything that's going on in the NSL contest coverage contest videos. coverage everything it all goes there so you can go there and you'll see on the side we've got a ticker that tells you when the next show is how many days it is there's a countdown Jen you can take that to the bank right? yes take Jen's it to the bank Jen's promising you can take that to the bank <laughs> and I don't doubt it how has all this changed your life in the last two months? On a personal level? Um, you know, I feel like it's made me a lot stronger. You know, I've had my I've had my whole life, you know, kind of suffering from not ever thinking that who I was was enough. You know, I've always, you know, kind of felt like um, there's always, I mean, there always is somebody better, a better looking, better this, better that. But, you know, um, I was good at faking confidence. Uh, but with, with this new opportunity... And with what we've been through building this in the past two years, you know, um, God has really just revealed to me and just given me this inner confidence that, you know, he gives us trials and he gives us problems and issues to make us stronger. You know, it it makes us to where we can persevere through things. If everything was easy in life, then how would we even know who we are? You know, um, if everything was just handed to us, um, what would we really appreciate in life? And so I feel like, Right now at this time in my life, I'm confident and comfortable making these decisions because I do really feel in my heart that it's the right decision and that it will benefit not, you know, just the NSL, but everyone involved in it, um, you know, moving forward. So what's next? Oh, gosh. For the NSL. For the NSL. We, you know, I have... How, this... how much can you talk about? First of all, I mean, you're in Las Vegas. <laughs> I know. You're uh, trying to pull I, it all you're, out. You're hashing. You know, it's so exciting, Jen. <laughs> how can I not? I'm over here sweating. We're going to just have to do this again, right? We're going to have <laughs> we to do will, this again. Because I have some more announcements, you know, some stuff that I'm working on. Um, you know, I just, I have all these ideas and I just, I no, can't but they're not just ideas, small. Jen. You're making them happen. Yes. You've made the decision. Let's talk about pro shows. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, now there are going to be things more stuff for the pros yes, coming that more we stuff for the you pros want coming. to announce later. Mm-hmm. Which uh, and I don't blame you because there's a lot more. There's a couple more cherries we can add on the cake yes. than what we have right now. So I think it's smart to hang on mm-hmm. to that. But uh, let's talk about uh, your decision to make every show a pro qualifier. The, the balance of 2018. Mm-hmm. The six shows that are remaining are all pro qualifiers. Yes. And they also all have uh, the challenger division, the mm-hmm. novice division, your yes. first timers will be there also in every one of those shows, right? Absolutely. So you've got the whole NSL family in mm-hmm. that community all at one show. Yes. And, you know, the thing is, is that when you have everyone together, you have more energy and it's more fun and everybody's cheering everybody on. You know, you have your first timers who get to see you know, what they can be because they're seeing that next level, you know, and then you have your, um, your qualifying athletes who 
have the chance to turn pro. And so they they get to have that experience of seeing who does turn pro and you know, getting inspired and also having that excitement of, you know, that goal to work towards. And so I'm just over the moon excited. I think about it's it. great. I think it's great for, for, for the pros because they get an opportunity to mentor yes. uh, the athletes that are coming up and for the athletes coming up, they get to see that now they have to, and, and that was, this was always a thing. I remember when I used to compete way back, you know, we, Rode our horse and buggies to the shows when I competed. But oh, we wore wooden barrels and we carved out the shape of a thong, okay, a bikini. But, uh, but or I mean, lap sack. Exactly. <laughs> but um, when I competed, uh, you know, you always, you train forever in the gym and never think you were ready for a show until you go to the show. And it's like, boom. Because when you go watch a show, how you look on stage is a little different sometimes than how you look backstage. That's just the magic of being right. in shape and being on stage. Uh, and, and so it's really a good opportunity to go there and evaluate yourself and go, okay, what's my next step? And, and this is a, another thing I think with judging is sometimes people, because coaches are so glaringly positive and, you know, we always look at our strengths. We rarely look at our weaknesses. And so we look in the mirror and we think maybe we should place higher than we should. Mm -hmm. uh, but you actually get to see people that have got a more seasoned uh, pr presentation and more seasoned look. And, and then you can recognize the work that you have to do to get to that next level. So right. I think it gives you some more, would you agree, I guess? It, does yes. it give you more realistic goals? It does. And it by gives competing? You, it definitely does give you more realistic goals, more perspective. So that way you don't come in. Um, you know, that's one thing with first-time competitors who are, you know, even going for that national qualification or pro qualification is that, you know, everyone around you is telling you, you know, it's your friends, your family, your coworkers, like you pro you're the week. superstar in yeah. their life. Right. So they, they have not seen anyone as awesome as you. And so they're like, Oh my gosh, you're so awesome. Look at you. You're going to win. You're going to win. You're going to win. And then you get your hopes all up. And you go and, and... And if you go and you don't win... Oh, right. You now think you, now you, you feel the, like you're a failure. Exactly. And, you know, that's one of the things that, you know, through this whole process, it takes a few shows to learn and it takes having good mentors in your mm -hmm. life and good coaches to be able to talk you through that process that, you know... Um, one of the hashtags that we use in the NSL is also, you know, hashtag your personal best. So you have to keep that perspective in mind as well that, you know, you're competing against yourself every time that you go, you know, you don't get to see the feedback of all the other athletes, you get to see the feedback for you. And so you need to focus on you, you need to focus on your body. And yes, competition day, you know, I was an athlete, uh, a track athlete. And so on competition day, yeah, I might look a little bit to the right or left, but the main thing that I do in my practice and everyday training is how can I beat my last time? How can I get better? How can I shave one tenth of a second off of my time? You know, and that's through speed, agility, power, all of those things. And so that's the type of mentality that, you know, athletes in this sport need to develop as well. And that's the thing. I think, uh, as, as a professional, you, you gain, you gain, you gain that experience and that knowledge and, and perspective and understand that, uh, competing, being a, a physique competitor in whatever division you're in, it is a process. I, I speak Canadian. Right. That's why I say process, not process, <laughs> but, but it is a process, right? And, and where you, you know, you, you, you go there, you test yourself against your contemporaries, and then you find out from judges, from experts, and you see others there and you go, okay, you know, and, and I think it's an important lesson to go, you, you know, your strengths are great. That's what everybody else is seeing, but what can I work on? How can I make it better? 
And yes. so you go in the next three months or the next couple months getting ready for your next show. You use that time wisely to make the improvements you need to do to have a more balanced physique, a better performance, whatever the case may be when you get to the next show. And that's just it. And realize like being a Christian, you'll never be free of sin. Being a physique competitor, you will never have a perfect physique because it doesn't exist. Exactly. You can be your best version of you. That's the Amen, best you can be. Amen, Terry. You just preached it right I'm there. Pat myself on the back. <laughs> That's so true, though. You know, and just because you don't win or you don't get the place in that you thought, it doesn't diminish your value as no. a person. No. It doesn't diminish who you are. And it doesn't mean that you're not awesome and that you don't look amazing. You're absolutely and right. that's one thing that I wish I could just grab every competitor and tell them like, you are still beautiful. You're still handsome. Your body is freaking awesome. Like, look at all that you accomplished, you know? So that would be the main thing is don't let that number, just like when you're on a weight loss program or whatnot, don't let the number on the scale define you Right. in this sport. Don't let the number of your placing define you. Right. Because that is just a tiny little piece of this whole entire journey. And as wily old veterans of this industry, I think it's safe to say, too, is that don't assume that just because you want to show or got a pro card that all of a sudden you're valuable to a company. Correct. And don't assume that just because you've never competed before or just compete in the challenger division or as a novice that you also don't have a value. Right. You know, you have a value for creative value is two different things. Yes. Right. And that's a whole other show. Whole We're going to have that talk another time. Though, I know. Cause be I a good could one. like get going on that. <laughs> Thank you everyone for listening. Uh, I'm Terry Goodlad. Uh, you can get more, you can find out more about me at goodladunscripted.com, our sponsor, blessedbodywear.com. And you must go to, uh, is it NSL events? NSL.events. NSL.events. There's no .com in there, just NSL.events. Also, you can go to inspireslnews.com. I will leave the link below for that. Thank you for listening. God bless and have a great week.